Trivia Music Show of your favorite pop stars. Hey, hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Pop Muse, the pop music trivia show of your favorite stars. And for those of you joining us for the first time, we scour the internet and find lesser known facts about some of the legends, big names, megastars, or what I always say, some cool cats from the international and national stage to fill you in on. And let's see if you know as much as you think you know about some of these icons in the world of music. I'm TJ Reed, and today I got with me a new addition to the Pop Muse Squad. I got Wang Chuan or Rita. What's going on, yes. girl? Hey there. Hey, Tony. I'm Rita, <laughs> and I'm a Beijinger, and I'm a part-time podcast host.、I'm、podcast host.、Here. All right, all right. Great to have you on. And before we get started, I got a question for you. Okay. okay?、Mm-hmm. All right. So when I was in music class, the music teacher would climb up a ladder. Okay, climb up a ladder. Yeah. Why do you think the music teacher would climb a ladder in music class? Is it like a singing practice? <laughs> It's a joke, son. Okay. Okay. All right. So, why does the music teacher climb up a ladder in music class? I have no idea. <laughs> okay. So the answer is to reach the high note. Okay. <laughs> okay. No, just playing with words there for you.、Okay. So, Rita, who you got for us today? Okay, so I just want to say I'm a fan of the program, and I've listened to you and Yunqi sharing a lot of great musicians from China and the U.S. Yeah, yeah. But today I want to breathe some fresh air into the program. Okay. And talk about a musician from another nationality. Okay, all right. So you're stepping out of America and China, all right? Yes. And I want to talk about a musician from Japan. Okay. So this musician is the first foreign musician I've ever listened to. Oh wow!、Okay. Yes. Okay. Very、mm-hmm. special. Very、yes. close to your heart. All right.、Yeah. All right. And I like her music because her music is very versatile, and she can sing jazz, rock, and she can sing blues and even gospel. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That's what's up. All right. Really interested to hear who this musician is, and I'm wondering if I know who this person is. That's <laughs> that's the. Million dollar question,、mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And today I'm flipping the script because normally I'm bringing in a, an American star, someone、yeah. that I grew up listening to. But today I'm doing things a little bit different.、Okay. I'm actually going to be bringing in a Chinese star. Wow,、okay? it should be easy for me, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, today I have an artist that. To be honest, I just kind of fell into his work. Okay. He's kind of growing in popularity here in、uh, the Chinese mainland. Okay. And、uh, but he's got a collection of styles from、mm. a lot of regions all over the country. So I want to say that he's kind of someone that's relatively new,、okay. but still has an older kind of style to him. Interesting. And、um, I think that he's kind of buzzing right now on social、mm-hmm. media in different areas, and hopefully I can share a little bit of that on the show.、Okay. So I think you you definitely know who this person really? is. Really? Yeah, yeah. Let's see. <laughs> But before we move on, just wanted to share with you guys our hold harmless clause. Okay, all of the facts that we find for this show are internet based, so sometimes these、uh, facts are a little bit off. Maybe、uh, the sites are、uh, need to be updated.
updated. So if any of the facts that we give are inaccurate, please reach out to us and we would love to hear from you and hopefully we can update it on to the next show. So with no further ado, mm-hmm. Rita, let's get cracking with it. So most of my facts are from Baidu Baiku. Okay. And That's where all the Chinese people <laughs> get information. Pretty much the, the, the linear stuff. Right. But if you want to dig deeper, you got to go other places. And for this particular artist, I had to source different interviews, social media platforms. So, yeah, bear with me on the facts. But mm-hmm. um, according to these social media accounts and interviews, the stuff looks pretty accurate. Okay. All right. All right. So fact number one. This artist got his first guitar at the age of 10, all right? Um, And it influenced him so much, he began studying how to play by uh, using tapes and textbooks. Mm. Not really usual. I mean, I used to play the guitar a little bit, and I just kind of played by ear, but this guy seems pretty serious. Okay. Get this. He dropped out of school during his second year of junior high. Oh, that's very unusual (laughs) for, like, a Chinese star. Yeah, right? I mean, parents normally push and stress school. School's very important. We talked about it a million times on the show, but for this guy, I guess that guitar just messed everything up. I think so, yeah. (laughs) So he didn't continue school. I guess not. After after that second year of junior high, he he dropped out. And at the request of his parents... He took a train from his hometown to Nanjing, Hmm. and he had to do that every week to learn, um, I think the instrument was the double bass for several years. Now, mind you, I'm getting my sources from Baidu Baiku, and Uh there's a translation factor, the the translation tool that Uh I need. So that, it says double bass, but uh, I'm hoping that that's a correct translation, all right? So, um, and the distance was 165 kilometers one way. How often did he have to do that? Every week, he had to do this. Yeah, I guess that might be the penalty for dropping out of school. Uh-huh. I don't know. Um, but his first source of income was printing and selling guitar textbooks. Okay. So that's, um, I think this was when he was a teenager. But it still has something to do with music. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, his parents apparently supported him, right? I would imagine. So. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming they did because they probably covered that train right. fare all yeah. the way from his hometown, which is Anhui, by the way. Okay. All right. Okay. Not sure if that's a clue. Might have been. Not really. No? <laughs> okay. Awesome. So while preparing for the entrance exam, not sure which one that is since he dropped out of school, but yeah. he did. He was preparing for an entrance exam and he wrote his first song titled Annoyance. Annoyance. <laughs> I think okay. that that's kind of funny because maybe he just wasn't a fan of school. Yeah, and I he's think annoyed that, by school. Yeah, the testing and all of that stuff. So I think mm. a lot of students can identify with this particular song. So. Hey. Yeah, let's keep it moving. We're going to go on to fact number two. Same source, Baidu Baiku, and a collection of interviews. Uh-huh. This song, Annoyance, attracted the attention of professional magazine Guitar Square. And this was in 2004. That's about 20 years ago. Yeah, yeah, wow. it was, it's, been a, it's been a while. And he was interviewed for the first time after the release of this song. Um, He wrote the lyrics for the song Drunken Blue House. Drunken Blue House. For a Fan Yi Chun in 2005. Are you not familiar with this person? Yeah, you're just kind of looking at me like, I have no idea what you're... (laughs) 
Um, but he got his first record deal at that time, but he chose to stay behind the scenes as a songwriter. Okay, so how old was he at that time?、Mm, I think he was in his early 20s. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Okay.、Um, so he met another aspiring musician called, and、uh, this might be a,、mm, I'm wondering if this actually might be a clue for you, Rita. Okay.、Um, this guy is named, he's a Hong Konger, he's、okay. a drummer, and he is a A producer. His name is Arai Soichiro. It's a Japanese name. It is a Japanese name, but this guy, I guess he's from Hong Kong. And he's also, I think he has ancestry also from the Taiwan area. I see. So I think there's a little bit of a mixture there.、Mm-hmm. But、uh, anyway, this guy produced Karen Mok's music. Oh. And this Alin and、uh, Chun Li. Oh, these names I'm familiar with. Okay. Yeah. All right. And so, yeah, these two paired up to make music. And again, this Arai Soichiro guy, he had connections to the Taiwan music scene. Okay. So, yeah,、mm-hmm. that was、uh, maybe a connect for him.、Uh, and it was somewhere around this time he was dating a model named、oh, wow. Lu Yao. And it's funny, this model, she's from Harbin. Okay. And I saw a few videos of her. She's really tall.、Uh-huh. So she has the, like, the model look. Yeah.、Um, she had a lot of big connections through her father, but her father is kind of a mysterious person because they couldn't,、wow. there w a s no names on you know, who he was. But when she was on these variety shows, they would all reference her dad. But、oh, no, one, no one, yeah, I know. They wouldn't say his name, but they、huh. would just reference. And she did a little bit of singing and she was really connected. To this world, but she didn't really blow up and become famous,、huh. which is kind of strange. Yeah.、Um, but anyway, she was nicknamed the Harbin Light. Oh, the, wow. The Ice City Princess or the Little Queen of Variety Shows. Wow. And she appeared in、uh, one of a、uh, couple of his music videos. So, do we know how the two come to know each other?、Uh, I'm not sure. I think that, again, just from the music circle, circle、yeah. they met.、Mm-hmm. And、um, I think that she might have put him up on some of these. Variety shows because he started to appear in、I、more variety shows. So she kind of you know, gave him the green light、mm-hmm. there. All right, so now we are at fact number three by Yu Bai This artist linked up with a Chun Kun. Oh, Chun Kun. In 2009. Okay.、Mm-hmm. And they struck up a strong friendship. He invited him to write songs for his album and the theme song of a film that he was starring in. So I guess this Chun Kun guy is an actor. Yeah. He's also a,、uh, a singer. Right. So these guys cooperated in a song. I'm not sure if I should say the name of the song, but I will、oh, anyway. Okay. The song、yes. is called Actors and Singers, which is pretty strange. Actors and singers. <laughs> and、okay. that's the English translation, so that's going to be maybe a little harder for、right. you.、Uh, so, the artist we're talking about today, I guess he wrote three songs for this、uh, the guy, Chun Kun, and the performances and the TV show appearances may have given him the confidence to be a frontman for his,、uh, you know, for his music. And in 2010, and I think this might be another big clue for.、Okay. For Rita over here. Yes, I need a big clue now. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have no worries that you will definitely get、really? this person at some point. Okay. And you are a dog person. I am. I know that 
you're a dog person. Yes. So he dropped his EP, and I guess the EP was titled Little Yellow. All、okay. right. It sounds like a Chinese dog name. Yes, and I guess it was inspired from a stray puppy or a stray、uh-huh. dog, and I guess it was a song that kind of was a、uh, was to spread awareness for stray animals, and also marked his debut as a professional singer. Okay. Not sure why. I just felt like that would be a big clue for you since you're a dog person. Just, not sure. Not. It's not. <laughs> okay, I failed miserably. All right, let's keep it going. It was around this time he got signed onto、uh, Warner Music. Okay. And、um, as I mentioned, he was dating that model.、Mm. And now someone else new is coming into his life. And、okay. the time frame of when he started and when he ended the last relationship that was a big buzz on social media. Like、uh-huh. you know, some people speculated that maybe this relationship started before. But anyway, we're gonna move on to fact number four. Bye, Dubai. In 2013, he dropped his single that sprung him into fame,、okay. and the title of this song is an album, I believe, is called "Model." All right. Oh,、uh, okay. I think I'm getting there.、Hmm. <laughs> yeah, and、uh, clearly we know what that music、right. was inspired by, right? I see. He、yeah. won the Best Newcomer Award at the Golden Melody Awards, which is equivalent to the Grammy Awards in、yeah. the U.S.,、mm-hmm. and was nominated in a few other. Areas and also his friend Arai also won some awards for producing、uh, Karen Mock's music. Yeah. So at this time, I guess this their friendship they were both kind of taking off, which is、mm-hmm. cool.、Uh, he started a relationship with a Taiwanese singer and actress. Yep. <laughs> She's、I、like, yep. <laughs> yep. And this and her name was Yang Chunlin. Yes. Yeah. And he wrote songs for her and she sang them. And so it was kind of a. I guess it, at first it started professionally and. Then And one thing led to another. I guess he kissed her on stage as a public acknowledgement of their relationship, and then. They got married shortly after, and I read something on Eight Days, which is a Singaporean news entertainment news source,、uh-huh. about there was some speculation that maybe he might have been possibly dating another、uh, singer. She was、um, a co-host for the Sisters Making Waves. Okay. Yeah.、Um, mm. But but at present, this has been dispelled as false. Okay. All right. Well, we're gonna move on to the last fact here, and this is according to IMDb. And、uh-huh. Baidu Baikou, he's released seven albums, and his music is said to contain styles from the Chinese mainland,、yeah. and Hong Kong, and Taiwan.、Hmm. But since his album Sparrow in 2020, and this is according to social media sources. His creative level has faced some serious doubts. Oh, really? Yeah. Some people summarize this phenomenon as the singer's quote post-marital syndrome. Oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, and particularly they cited a song、uh, from his Across the World album as Wu Mei Zu Sauce. Okay. I, I don't know. I guess、um, it's a food, right? Yeah, it's kind of a food. But I think that people are used to hearing artists sing about struggle or、right. pain. Yeah. And I think that most of humanity can identify with, can resonate with this sentiment in music.、Right. But if you're happy and if everything's going great,、yeah. your marriage and all, everything's going well for you, and you have that element in your music,、uh, maybe people feel that they can't really. Connect with your music so much, perhaps. I mean, what、yeah. do you think? I think it depends. Some people, <laughs> I think, they do better when they are happier,、hmm. when they're more content with their life. You think so? so? It's different. Yeah. I feel like it's it's a different sentiment. 
you know? Uh-huh. I mean, I think when people are struggling, they have a certain angle in their music that can right. we can connect to. But then also when people are over the mountaintop, mm-hmm. they have to evolve and they have to grow into yeah. a different kind of musician. Right. And only certain people can appreciate that, I think. Yeah. And I also think it has something to do with your talent. How much talent do you have? I think for some stars, they keep changing and they keep making new music. Right. And it doesn't have anything to do with like their love life or mm. their work life, their relationships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that could be a good thing or a bad thing. I'm thinking of stars right now that their music yeah, keeps I'm changing. I'm thinking of Taylor Swift. Yeah? Yes. <laughs> like she, she's always in relationships, right? Right. But her music keeps evolving and changing over the course of her music life. Career, mm. so I think it has nothing to do with you know feeling happy or content. It's just evolution, huh? I think so. Yeah, you might have a point there. And there's fans that will love you for that change mm. because they're changing themselves. But then you also are going to have some that don't like you for it because they like the old sound. Right. They like that, yeah, you know, that's that's the sound true. that made them famous. And yeah. and I feel like I I connect with that with both sentiments actually. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, let's let's keep it going with a little bit more about this guy. According to IMDb, this artist has tried his hand at some acting. He's done a film called Duckweed. Don't ask me what that means. Oh yeah, uh, the Golden Eyes. Golden Not eyes. the Golden Eye, like in the James Bond 007 yeah. series, but the Golden Eyes. Okay. And hmm. keep calm and be a superstar. I think the title just sounds really cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nobody's going to be calm right. trying to be a superstar. Yeah. But um, yeah. And also he's a host of a show called The Idol Producer. Right. Alongside Yi Xing Zhang, Jackson Wong, mm. uh, Jin Young, And I guess this show is a uh, like a male group competition show. Right. Of it's some sort. Quite huge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, this is the end of my trivia. And it doesn't seem like... It's much mm-hmm. of a trivia for Rita over here. Sounds like she knows who we're talking about. So, so why don't you walk me through what gave it away for you? Okay, I think it's interesting. Every time I think it's the romance part that gives the star away. <laughs> yes. <laughs> not, not the music, but the, the romance. Yeah. Like when you said, dating. I think it's the song model that mm. really gave it away. Okay. For me. Yeah. Yeah. That song is quite huge when it first came out. It was played everywhere. Okay. So yes. you couldn't escape that song. It no. was just everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So it was that, and then, of course, the romance. The romance, yes. (laughs) I don't know why that's so so popular. It appeals to all of us. But yeah, so, all right, go ahead and drop it on us. Who are we talking about today? It's Li Ronghao, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Li Ronghao is a Chinese singer, songwriter, actor, and TV show host. He rose to prominence on the back of his successful second album titled Model, which made a significant impact on Chinese youth audiences after its release in 2013. And he's quickly becoming a household name in China with his numerous musical accolades. And I have a confession to make here. I don't really listen to a lot of this musician's music. Mm -hmm. And even more specifically, I haven't really heard any of his music at all. Really? (laughs) (laughs) But since we went in great length to talk about some songs from this musician, career. One song that has come up that I think is really popular and I've heard a little bit about is called Li Bai. So yes. the first track I'm going to share is called Li Bai, which is I think a, uh, a poet 
yes. in, in ancient China, right? Right. And that will be followed by the song that we talked about a little bit earlier, the one that brought him to fame, the one that gave it away for Rita, mm-hmm. Model. Let's hear it.
And that was modeled by Rong Hao Li or Li Rong Hao. Yes, Li Rong Hao. <laughs> Do you like it? I kind of wish I knew what it meant. I mean, it seems a bit solemn. Mm, it seems a yeah. very introspective, like um, right. it has a lot of deep meaning yeah. to it. I'm not sure if that song is about his ex. I mean, I guess it was inspired by her, mm, you know, but yeah. Um, yeah, I just have a lot of questions. But uh, I mean, the music overall sounds good. I can hear the influence of the guitar, which is yeah. also pretty awesome. Yeah, I think his music appeals to like certain group of people who really enjoy acoustic music. Mm, yeah. Okay, so it's kind of niche. It's not something that everyone can rock to no i don't think so no yeah what about you can you rock to his music well i like his songs because his songs most of his songs are slow and melodic and melodic mm. um, i love those kind of songs okay yeah all right well i'm gonna turn the mic over to you now so rita who you got for us today Yes, so this artist I have today is actually from Japan. Okay, well that zaps most of my uh, database of mm -hmm. artists. Don't know too many <laughs> from there. I think it's not hard for you because it's actually a very iconic Japanese musician. Okay. Yes. Still and... might be a very big challenge. Let's see. And uh, she's famous for a very powerful and a little bit rusty voice. Rusty voice. Yes. Can you demonstrate what a rusty voice is? I don't have a rusty voice, so I'm afraid I cannot do it. <laughs> okay. I just have no idea. I mean, do you have an example of another artist who has a rusty voice? Like Cheryl? Who? Cher Cheryl. Cheryl Crow? <laughs> Cheryl Crow, yes. <laughs> All right. Yes. Got it, got it. Okay. That 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 paints a, a, a slightly clearer picture. Mm -hmm. All right. And last year marks her 20th debut anniversary. Oh, wow. Okay. So she's mm. been uh, singing for 20 years. Right. All right. Yep. That's what's up. Okay. And uh, she's also known for a very unique personal fashion style. Okay. So she's got her own flavor, her own style. Okay. Yep. Interesting. From Japan, huh? Yeah. Mm, okay. All right. Okay. I'll just start with my fact number one, okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Let's, let's, let's get down. <laughs> First of all, she's a school dropout. She's from a poor working class family, and she was born in the 1980s. Okay. And her father is a truck driver, and her mother is a housewife. Okay, so she comes from a relatively humble beginnings. Yes. Okay. And she herself was a very shy girl, mm. and she didn't really speak up in class, and because of that, she was bullied at school. Wow, you know, those bullies, they just keep coming in right. and out of these yeah. um, artists' lives. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. And when they're kids, there's bullies. And then when they get older, you got the paparazzi. Right. They're bullies, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You just can't get away from them. And she just tried to play strong by dyeing her hair in different colors and wearing very heavy makeup. Is that a form of strength? I don't really know. Do you dye your eye? Because you've dyed your hair recently. Right. Was that, are you trying to show people you're tough at work or what? No, it's just I want to have a change. That's it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I just, I, I never saw hair dye and makeup as a form of strength. I don't think it's a form of strength because in her case, mm -hmm. it didn't really help her. Well. Like people even bullied her more because of that. Uh, uh. Well, maybe okay. Now that now that you bring that up, maybe that is a, a form that you're telling people that you know what I don't care what you think, mm. or maybe I do, but I'm still gonna do I'm still gonna do me, even though you don't like it. Mm, yeah, you know that that could be a reason. I'm just I'm just thinking because I you know I don't I don't dye my hair and I don't wear makeup, so it's mm. kind of hard for me to yeah. you know wrap my mind around that. Yeah, but she definitely has this different attitude because she didn't really enjoy 
high school. So after finishing middle school, she just dropped out altogether. Wow! And started she working. Out of middle school. Yeah. Middle school. After finishing middle school, oh, she wow. dropped out and she just started working. So wait, after middle school, so she didn't go to high school? No, she didn't. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. Right. Wow. So these both of the artists that we talked about today <laughs> yeah. just did not like school. Right. Wasn't, wasn't for them. Yeah. And her first job was in a fast food restaurant, something similar too. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fast food. That's another place. That's another zone. <laughs> yeah. I used to work in fast food, but this was when mm. I was in high school. Okay. I used to work in fast food, mm-hmm. and that was not. It wasn't a job that I would tell people that I worked. It uh, was just kind of something I did on the side. It was like my side hustle, you know? Yeah, yeah. But another part-time job she has, she worked at a hostess club. It's kind of scandalous. I don't know if you know hostess club, hostess yes. club culture in Japan. Yeah, I do. I think this is where normally, okay, I think it's you know both genders go in and pay, pay for these services. Right. But um, yes, a lot of times it's men, older men, sometimes mm. married guys, or yeah. you know heads of different like. Corporations, they go in and then they kind of pay for ladies to like give them, serve them drinks, and yeah. just be really sweet to them. Maybe sit on their lap and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, just talk to them and and make them feel like this macho power. I think that's the purpose of this. Yeah, to feel place. powerful. Powerful. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, it's it sounds like it would be a really difficult job mm-hmm. uh, to do because I think there's no parameters there. I mm-hmm. think you you can these guys can literally do what they want depending mm. on how much they're willing to pay and how much the host accepts right so it's right. a little bit yeah it, it could be quite lucrative but mm. i'm not sure how if you could look at yourself in the mirror mm. uh depending on you know yeah. what you know how far you go yeah but i think she worked as a hostage to make money because it's quite lucrative as you yes. said yeah right right yeah. it's like being a stripper Mm. <laughs> well, <laughs> kind I, of the I, same. Yeah, kind of same. <laughs> Very exactly. lucrative, but it's yeah. like it's something you want to keep on the down low. Right, you don't want people to know. <laughs> yeah. And while taking on different part-time jobs, she auditioned for modeling because she she was really into fashion. Hmm. So f- at the very beginning, she was into the modeling industry. Okay. But she wasn't very successful. She didn't really go very far because her fashion style was not really in line with the mainstream fashion yeah. at that time. Okay. Yeah, because you know, at that time around 2000, the mainstream fashion trend is called garu or ga. Oh, garu. Garu, yes. Okay, like girl. That's the yeah. Japanese way of saying right. girl. So really girly. Right, really girly, and you dress up like Barbie dolls. Okay. Okay, that I, that rings a bell because yeah. I think um, during that time, this gyaru gyaru look, there was a musician named Ayumi Hamasaki mm, yeah. who was pretty much the the queen of this kind right. of uh, look, and even the the kind of music, yeah. like her voice and everything, like she kind of um, embodied that. Mm-hmm. So okay, so she's kind of trying to. She doesn't really want to represent that. No, she's not. No. Okay. Mm-hmm. Got it. Got it. And her favorite motifs were stars, spiders, and the lotus flower. Stars, spiders, and the lotus flower. Okay, yes. the first, the, the the first one and the last one mm-hmm. is a bit graceful, but the spider is spider, a little bit right. creepy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. She has a star tattoo and a lotus flower tattoo on her. Okay. Yep. Cool. Cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Not ringing any bells yet, okay. but uh, I mean, <laughs> the biggest name that I could think of, I've already said it. Mm. I mean, Ayumi Hamasaki, but if she's mm. not. 
this no. style, then that yeah yeah yeah. Then let's go to fact number two. All right. It's about her debut in music industry. Okay. It's purely out of coincidence, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's normally how it happens. Right. So in 2000, at the age of 17, a musician who taught her singing at her modeling agency discovered her music talent after hearing her voice. Her wait a minute, the modeling agency. So the place that she didn't really do so well with modeling, mm-hmm. and they someone in this world heard her sing. Right. Exactly. Oh, okay. Yeah, wow. and this person asked her, "Why don't you just give up modeling and go for singing?" Oh, I think either or is fine. <laughs> those those are really nice industries to be in. Yeah. I think my response would be like, uh, "Yeah, do you have a connect?" I mean, if you have <laughs> right. a connect, then yeah, we could talk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but before that, she never really thought about singing because, as I just said, she was a very shy girl and yeah. she never really spoke up in class and she never sang in music classes. Well, I don't think she's shy anymore. I mean, she was a host, right? Or hostess. <laughs> Right. <laughs> well, that's a good point. So I You're think, right. I think that, that that probably changed. And if she's right. modeling, I think you have to have some mm. kind of confidence to stand in right. front of a you know a camera. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, maybe because of that, she changed her mind. And after that, encouraged by this music mentor, mm-hmm. she sent a demo tape to Sony Music. To Sony. Oh. Yes. Wow. Okay. And uh, a staff then called her in for an audition. It's looking good. Mm-hmm. And when she went in for the audition, she didn't really know what it was for. She thought it was just for singing. But actually, it was for a leading actress role for a TV series. What? Yes. That's a little bit unnerving. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And out of 3,000 girls competing in that audition, she succeeded in securing that leading actress role. Oh, I bet bet they were pissed. Like, these these people who've been training for the role, or they've been doing a lot of gigs, Mm -hmm. and she has no experience. No, not at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's just like a black horse. (laughs) And also, she sang the theme song for the TV series. Okay. Mm -hmm. And the song ended up ranking top three on Japan's Oricon music chart that year. I think her mentor had right. like, serious clout, okay? <laughs> yeah. He must have saw her, liked her, and was like, hey, let's let's make this happen. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's, realistically, I think that's kind of yeah. what happened. Yeah, yeah. Did and she, like, marry this guy in the future? No, no? that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No. Yeah, but that marked her debut in the music industry. All right. How about now, TJ? Does this person sound familiar to you? Mm, nah, not really. No. Nope, not yet. Model... A singer, mm. and she was shy and didn't go to school. So no, I, at mm. this point, I'm I'm just pretty amazed by her life, but right. I don't know who she is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's let's keep going. Okay. So, fact number three, she's also a movie star. Okay. Not only an actress, but I'll call her a movie star because in 2005, she's won the Best Leading Actress role as well as the Best Emerging Actor Award in Japan's Film Academy Award. That's okay. huge award. That is something that would be a huge clue if yep. I watched a lot of Japanese movies. I, I have mm-hmm. seen some. I have seen some, but mm-hmm. I haven't. I, I'm, I'm still a little bit cloudy on the other uh, names, you know. Okay, I'll give you more on that. So in case you have seen this movie, it's called Nana. Nana. It's, yep. Mm. And she played a vocalist in a rock band. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Nope, nope, okay. nope, nope, nope. So the, the role was like almost like designed for her because it also portrayed a rebellious, dream-chasing young woman who left her hometown and tried to pursue her music dreams in Tokyo. Okay. It sounds very inspiring. Yeah. Yeah, it inspires a lot of people to mm-hmm. try to be right. a star. Have, yeah. have you watched it? 
Yes, you I have. really love that movie.、Oh. And the movie was based on a manga,、oh, a Japanese, yes,、okay. a Japanese anime. Yeah, they yeah. not only are those those mangas、right. are addicting. Right. Yeah. Once you get once you get involved, I mean, I I, I followed a few back in the day, so I know、yeah. the feeling. And when when I learned that they chose this artist for that role, I was、yeah. like, yes, she is the one. <laughs> yeah, exactly, because her personality and unique style just fit that character. Okay. Perfect. And she cut her hair for that role. Really? Yeah.、Uh, um, somehow I'm getting an image in my mind.、Mm. There was because、uh, I went to Japan around 2004, 2005.、Mm. And there was a singer who had.、Uh, okay, I, I, I'm not going to say too much now, but、um, all right, all right. Yeah, and she she also starred in the movie sequel the next year.、Mm, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting.、Mm-hmm. All right. And I will continue with fact number four. All right. She's also into charity work, and also she's an environmental activist. A lot of people are these days. Right. <laughs> When she visited the U.S. in 2006 to shoot a music video,、mm-hmm. she learned. That the city of Memphis was sheltering refugees from Hurricane Katrina, so she decided to donate half of the money she made for a single she made in the U.S. So she donated to her help earnings us, to help out. Yeah, Hurricane Katrina that was a that was a mess、mm, yeah. during that time. So、mm-hmm. yeah, that's kind of cool. You have artists, musicians, and actors who you know donate some of their earnings to certain causes. I think that's pretty awesome. Yeah, and because of that, she was given an honorary citizenship by the city of Memphis. Okay, so she's a citizen at Memphis. <laughs> right. No other place, no. Huh? just only that city. <laughs> <Right> . Okay. <laughs> But I think it's quite an honor. But it's a it's, so she's a honorary citizen of America or just that.、Place? I think just Memphis. <laughs> okay, I'm afraid that、yeah. can't be right. She's got to be an honorary American, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> And she's also an environmental activist.、Mm. And at her concerts and in many public occasions, she called upon her fans to care about the environment、mm. and also global warming. I'm not surprised.、Uh, when I went to Japan, that was the first time that I experienced like four or five different waste bins, and I was like confused.、Yeah. I was like, whoa. Where does this go? They are like masters of yeah, recycling. Yeah, like, I can't read anything. Of course, it's all in Japanese, and it's、mm. like, no, that one goes there, and this one goes here and there and there. And I'm like, but you know,、mm. so it's like if you have something in your cup, yeah, the stuff that goes in the cup goes in one bin, right? And then the cup goes in this bin, and then the straw goes into another. Right, so it's、exactly. just it's too much work. I was just、yeah. like, wow, they're serious out here.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and that was years ago. So it's um, yeah, that doesn't surprise me.、Mm-hmm. And last but not least, fact number five is she has. Suffered hearing loss at the peak of her career. Wow. Okay.、Mm-hmm. Too much loud music,、right. maybe. <laughs> maybe.、Uh, right. So around 2010, she had to take a break from the stage and seek medical treatment because she suffered an auditory disease called patulous eustachian tubes. Pat? What? <laughs> Come again? <laughs> it's called it's called patulous eustachian tubes. Eustachian. Yeah. That sounds like some kind of like sea animal. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, she cannot really hear the voice from outside, but only from her inside. Do we have a voice on the inside? Yes, we have heartbeat. We have breaths. Oh, okay. So you, she can hear、mm. what's going on inside of her body. Yeah. You said voice on the inside. It sounds like she has some voice talking to her. <laughs> her. Like Psychic. Some... No, no, no. <laughs> okay. No. Yeah. So she had to take a break from the music industry. 
I hear that you can sometimes get a ear condition um, from working too much. I don't know. Some people have this like mm. ringing, ringing in their ears yeah. if they like work a lot. I think some people even in this office mm. have experienced that. Right. So that's uh, kind of an interesting occurrence. But I think in her case, it might be because I mean, being a musician, yeah. sometimes you're around. It's devastating, I think, for yeah, her. For sure. Yeah, because well. she's desperate to sing again. Yeah. So half a year later, she just decided to come back and she staged the comeback concert but that concert was like a disaster for her because she didn't really sing well uh, and people mocked her on the internet of course really they bad. did <laughs> you know, that's that's something that's that's awful you know fans yeah. fans can be your best friends and they can love you one minute and then they can mm. hate you the next yeah exactly so, or maybe they were never true fans maybe mm-hmm. these are maybe these are paparazzis <laughs> maybe most definitely yeah yeah but she never gave up and she kept on trying and and in 2013 she released a new single for people who are suffering from suicidal thoughts okay Mm -hmm. and i remember when i heard it and i remember i was going through a really bad heartbreak okay and i was also between jobs Mm. so it was a really dark time double whammy for you yeah and Mm. just at that time i heard that song and it's quite a healing song because it talks about all the hopeful things that still remain in our life yeah that we are in this together that we all go through hard times and we all feel hollow from time to time right right yeah so it's really inspiring encouraging and also healing yeah. I think there's there should be a lot more songs like that you yeah, know I, definitely. F- I feel like when I hear music it's always about the good life right. it's about money it's yeah. about this and that Mm. And but most of us are not living this life, yeah. you know. So it's it's nice to you know hear a, a track that's real and mm-hmm. focuses on yeah some of the pain that you know it is to live, yeah, and uh, and have something kind of hopeful. Right. Cause... And when I saw that music video, when I was browsing the video platform Billy Billy, okay. When I saw the music video, people were commenting tons of comments, yeah, speaking out about their own experiences, yeah, and also yeah. sharing affirmations and. And, uh, encouraging each other so wow. it's a very That's what's up. yeah billy billy is an interesting platform here in china it's like uh, you're watching a video and all these words are like flying across the screen <laughs> right yeah in one yeah. direction and I, I, I was like at first it was i wasn't used to that so mm-hmm. it was a little like wait wait why, how do you turn this off you know <laughs> right but it's actually like people sending Live messages comments. and comments mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. uh it's, it's kind of cool yeah and that's pretty much the end of my that's list. it mm-hmm, oh, that's man. it i was hoping you would drop something that was a little bit more uh nope. <laughs> ring a few bells mm-hmm. uh uh you know i don't know ta- that many japanese uh musicians i only know a few and earlier mm-hmm. we talked about the gyaru style right and that was yeah ayumi hamasaki as i mentioned mm-hmm. before was the queen of that there is another musician that when i was back again around this time frame 2004 mm-hmm. 2005 i went to japan and there was an artist who was making some really good music mm-hmm. and she did have an interesting style she did, she wasn't really showing a lot of skin no and she was the style was um a bit melancholic but sang really well Mm-hmm. And there was a really popular song during that time frame, and it was called uh, Yuki no Hana. Mm, and yeah. uh, that song, and I've heard it redone in a lot of different countries. When I went to Korea, they had their rendition of it. And I think out here in China, they have their rendition of You're it right. too, right? Yeah. So um, when you mentioned that she she didn't have that 
this this kind of a revealing style. No, she and she has she's kind of a fashionista. Mm-hmm. Only one name comes to mind, mm. and I would have to say Nakashima Mika. Nakashima Mika, right, for sure. Right, I, that, that's mm. all I got. So okay, <laughs> let's see what the judges say. All right. Congratulations, CJ. We got it right. It's Mika Nakashima. Nice. So, so Mika Nakashima is a Japanese singer, model, actress, and also a voice actress who achieved five number one albums in Japan and also successfully embarked on an acting career, most notably in the manga adaptation Nana. Yes, Nana. That's right. You got any songs you want to share from her? Yes, I have two songs that I want to share. First of all, is Yuki no Hana. Oh, I was it's hoping you most, would say that. Yes. All right. And also another song is the song I mentioned earlier. It's called Boku ga shinodo motta no wa. Oh wow, and that it, means And literally it means I thought about dying. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it sounds really bad like <laughs> yeah. pessimistic, but the song itself is very optimistic. All right, all right. Yes. I'm looking forward to hearing those tracks. But before we get to them, Rita, I want to thank you so much for joining me on the show today. Thank you, DJ. I had fun. <laughs> and for those of you listening in, be sure to hang out and check us out next time for another interesting trivia on Pop Muse. Shoot us a message and let us know if you think we should give you a trivia on any of your favorite pop stars. We're looking forward to hearing from you. I'm TJ Reed. And I'm Rita. <laughs> Take it easy, folks. We'll see you next time. See you. Peace.